0: This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, I haven't finished my series on the Holy Spirit, so we're still in, on the series of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And uh, God is so good. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is a gift to each one of us. Amen. And we got to recognize the Holy Spirit as a gift. Praise the Lord. and. We've been um, ministering, or I've been ministering on the Holy Spirit, the attributes of the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit operates in our lives, and um, it, last Sunday we ministered a Father's Day message, so we took a break from our series on the Holy Spirit, but I want to catch you up on, on, on what we ministered the last time that we, we came together, and I ministered to you about the 10 benefits of being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in other tongues. Anybody remember that sermon? Yeah. If you don't remember that, or if you haven't been, if you yeah. didn't see that, or if you didn't come out to be a part of that sermon, go check check out our website. You can check out all our messages on our website. But I'm, I'm just going to kind of hit some uh, high points. I'm not going to go into all the scriptures on the benefits to get us um, moving to um, the next message, which is today, on how to receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I know. You guys are so excited. Amen. And, uh, you know, it's good to hear about the Holy Spirit and hear about what's going on in the book of Acts and what's going on in people's lives. But, you know, it, it's good to learn how to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, uh, you know, there, there are ways of receiving And But uh, I want to get you ex- excited about, about the gift of tongues this morning. And the gift of tongues can help you walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I need to walk in more love and peace and joy. How about you? Yes. Amen. And so, I don't, you know, we're in a world and have you noticed that, you know, you don't always feel like being a Christian? You don't always feel like walking in love and you can start off the day good and end in the, the day with, you know, down in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, I don't know about you, but I need the fruit of the Holy Spirit in my life. And the Bible says when we walk in the fruit of the Spirit, there's no law. Amen. In other words, um, we're going to be walking in the, the mega grace of God. Amen? Amen. And so, when we, when we uh, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit with the gift of speaking in tongues, uh, and we utilize this gift, it helps us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit And I don't know about you, but I need all the help that I can get. Amen. Amen. And uh, and then another uh, key to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues, it it, it helps build your faith up. And uh, again, uh, I don't know if your faith is ever under fire in here. Anybody ever go through a trial in here? Anybody dealing with any situations? And, you know, these trials are not designed... To build, you know, trials aren't designed to build your faith. Okay, that's it's quiet in here. It's the, the word of God is designed to build your faith. You know, even miracles don't really build our faith, it can help us, but the mir- miracles don't really build our faith. It's the word of God and our relationship with God. Now, if you want, you know, if you want to see somebody walk in, you know, if I want to see somebody walk in faith, that's a person that knows God. So if you want to be a, a faith giant, then you have to know God, and to know God, you have to know the Holy Spirit, amen? And so it, it, it builds us up, you know, the Bible says uh, praying in the Holy Ghost builds us up in our most holy faith, amen? And and it keeps us in the love of God, which is the fruit of the Spirit. And then uh, a, another uh, benefit of being filled with the gift of tongues, it enables us to pray in perfect prayers for ourselves and for others so you know um we can sort of we don't know how to pray the bible says as we ought we we don't know every situation pertaining to somebody that's going through a problem or a situation or an issue but god knows and i'm going to say this um I don't, I, I have knowledge and I, I do have a, you know, God has gifted me to be a pastor. I, I have a, I'm a pastoral. I'm a gift to you. And so God gives me wisdom and direction and guidance. But sometimes, even with all the knowledge I have, I don't know what to say to some of you guys when you ask me a question in prayer or when you're dealing with something. And so I just thank God for the Holy Ghost that the Holy Ghost at times will, will come, come in as I'm praying and I will give uh, what I what was called a word of knowledge, something that the Holy Spirit knows about you that you need to help you to get set free. And that's why it's so important for you to come up here because I'm a Holy Ghost man, I'm a word man, and I'm a Holy Ghost man. And so that means that I I know how to work with the Holy Spirit to 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 help get. Whatever need that you may need um, to you, amen? And so I'm not up here by myself. Even when I'm preaching this morning, the Holy Spirit's right with me, amen? And so, and so uh, enables us to pray for ourselves because there's sometimes you need to pray some things out you don't know what to pray for. And then the Holy Spirit may even give you some wisdom or some knowledge or a word of, uh, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge uh, the Bible says when you pray in tongues, pray that you may uh, interpret your tongues. And that is a, uh, that's a gifting that God will give you if you practice praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so it doesn't, it doesn't normally start off you speaking in English, but, but your, your tongues, you can actually uh, interpret your tongues, and that's interpreting the mysteries. The Bible says when you pray in the Spirit, you're praying out mysteries. And so, in other words, mysteries of what God wants to do in your life. Amen? And so, uh, it it also aids us in worshiping God. So, praying in the Holy Spirit helps us to worship God better. Amen? Amen. So, sometimes we don't know how, you know, you you can worship God for only so long in your natural mind, but then it's good to worship God in praying in the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen? And sometimes when you do this... That God will sometimes, if you're going through a problem or an issue, like we all do at times, sometimes God will even give us a spiritual song to help us through our issue. A supernatural, spiritual song that can come out of us and we're like, boy, I'm singing a spiritual song. It may not even be a song that you heard on the radio, amen? Amen. It may be, you know, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And it might be something as simple as that, but it's God moving through you as you pray out and you're inspired by the Holy Spirit. How many people could use some of that? Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Then a good country song to get you up. Amen. And well, um, I got a quick crowd out here. Amen. And uh, it, it, aids up, it aids us to worship in God. It, it, it's a door opener. When we, when we were baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's a door opener to the other gifts of the Spirit. Amen. And this is in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, it's actually, there's nine gifts of the Spirit that uh, the Apostle Paul talks about. And that you have the vocal gifts, you have the power gifts, you have the revelation gifts. And all these gifts are important in building up the kingdom of God. Amen. And you know, God wants you operating in some of these gifts. Amen. Amen. So he doesn't want to. You know, we need to be more than just Christians that have a good teaching. Amen. We need to have the power of God yes. operating in our lives. Amen. Yes. Yes. And so, and 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 that's what happens when we we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we speak in other tongues. Amen. It's a door opener, and uh, it's another thing. Is it's it refreshes us spiritually. It refreshes us spiritually when we're. Baptized in the Holy Spirit, we are refreshed in the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit, uh, another name for the Holy Spirit is the new wine. Amen. And the new wine is, signifies um, that uh, it, it's likened to drinking wine uh, in the natural, which that is a counterfeit to what God wants to give us. Some Christians are sippers. Uh, you know, they, 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 they drink I don't I, I believe that you can drink of the Holy Spirit. you don't need to get the spirits from a bottle of Jack Daniels. You need Jesus Christ and not Jack Daniels, amen And but some Christians are going towards this for their comfort but the Holy Spirit wants to give you comfort. You don't need to go to the bottle. you just need to go to the Bible. Amen. I don't drink. amen the only I, I, I drink of the Holy Spirit, amen. And I I drink of his goodness, amen. And you can do that. How do you drink? Start worshiping the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Why would I want to go with a counterfeit when I can get the real thing? Amen. Amen. And some of us are because we we just need to take the edge off or whatever. No, start worshiping the Lord. That will take the edge off. Amen. The Bible says don't get drunk um, in dissipation. Don't get drunk with wine. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourself in psalms and songs and and spiritual songs and hymns and speaking melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen? Amen? And so that's good. Amen. You probably didn't know I was going to step on your toes this morning. It aids us in receiving fresh direction in our lives. How many people might need some fresh direction in our lives? I mean, you're going through the mundane life, you know, and you're... Nothing seems to be changing your day in and day. I don't know, I, I need a fresh word from God. The Bible says, Give me this day my daily bread, not my monthly not my weekly bread just on Sunday morning from the pastor. No God wants to refresh us every day and He wants to give us our daily bread. So, so it, it gives us fresh direction for our lives. Amen. Uh, praying, you know, being filled with the Spirit, praying in tongues, aids us in receiving fresh direction for others. Because you can pray out for somebody, you give them a word in due season, and you set somebody else free. Amen. Amen. Are you guys getting hungry to be filled with the Spirit of God? Amen. 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 It unlocks the will and purposes and plans of, God's for, of God for our lives. How many people would like to unlock the will, the plan, and the purpose for your life? I'm gonna, I said this in one preaching uh, a couple weeks ago. God has, uh, he has the best plan for you. Yes. Uh, you know, his plan is going to be better than your plan. Amen. See, we think that our plan is better for our life, but God has the best plan where he's going to prosper you. He's going to add wealth to you and add no sorrow with it. Thank you, Lord. you know, God can make you wealthy. You know I, I'm going to be teaching on how to be led by the Spirit of God next next month, and there was this one man that was an investor and he was a multimillionaire and he was and he was baptized in the Holy Spirit and he learned how to listen to the Holy Spirit and he never lost an investment. Thank you, Lord. How many people would like to come on, man? You know what I say? In other words, he 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 checked with God, and he became a, 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 actually a person. Took some of the keys that I'm going to be teaching about next month. They took the keys and they became a multimillionaire. God's not opposed us being rich. He's opposed to us being being stingy and 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 heaping up the riches on ourselves. Amen. No, as long as we're rich towards others and we want to give into the kingdom of God, and our motives are right. God will make any of us wealthy. Amen? Amen? I don't know about you, but I I, I want that. I want that in my life. I want to be able to invest and and never lose an investment. Amen? Anybody ever lost any money in here? Okay. On those workout machines that you never work out on, the ab blaster or something? Of course, I don't need an ab blaster. Because I'm natural. No, okay. And... um, Amen. It unlocks the willpower. Okay, number nine, it empowers us to be a bold witness for Christ and a happy witness. <laughs> you know, some of us are mean as, as all of we. You better get saved for God. You better turn and burn. You know, no, that's not the way you want to witness to people. You know, they're going to be running away from you. No, it, it, when you got the Holy Spirit and you have peace and joy. And you're and you just and you're and you're laughing and people don't know why you're laughing. You're laughing because you got the, the, the joy of the Lord in your life, Amen. And you're just and you're just glad to be alive in Christ. People want some of that. See, I see, I, I, see. I don't know how many people are baptized in the Holy Spirit. How many people speak in tongues? I don't want. To, but I, I, I'm believing if we all, all receive this gift, then this church would just blow up in numbers. Why? Because some of us are just fighting just to try to stay saved. You know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I don't want to be preaching to broke, busted, disgusted church. You know, no, you guys are champions for Christ. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I'm a champion for Christ. And the Holy Spirit will turn you into a champion for Christ. You believe that today? And uh, it can it can bring uh, uh, so it, it empowers us to be a bold witness for God. Somebody say bold. bold, Amen. So we need to be a bold witness. How many people get nervous about witnessing to others? Then you just need to be filled with the Spirit, and you won't be nervous anymore. Amen. Amen. Listen, you, you when you anybody ever um, ever eat at a good restaurant, in here, Amen. And, and so and sometimes when you, you have a great experience, don't you want to tell people about it? Man, I had this great meal. And you're not real nervous about talking about a good meal. Well, you know, it's the same thing when you start fellowshipping with God and you start receiving from God and His Spirit and you start communicating, talking to God in this spiritual language because the Bible says you're talking to Him in a supernatural language and you're building your faith up. I'm telling you, it's going to be easy to talk to people about the Lord. And then then it, it can bring healing in our lives and others. I heard a testimony of this lady that was dealing with some kind of illness. I don't know what it was. I can't remember at the time. But she came up to the pastor for prayer or or to the minister. And the minister uh, felt led to ask if she was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And she said, Well, I'm I'm saved, but I I, I don't speak in tongues. He said, Well, are, are you open to receiving? She said, Yeah. And he prayed and she received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Not only did she was able to get the gift of speaking in tongues, but she got healed the same day. So it, you, you can get healed. Amen? Amen. Science. I've heard science did a study that people that pray, they, they actually studied people that prayed in this language, their brain and how their brain operates. And, and they actually said that it, it, it increases um, your immune system. It, it helps your immune system. I don't know how they measured that, but... Amen. But that's what I heard. Amen. And um, so anyway, so, hey, listen, uh, it, there's a lot of benefits. And if, if they say it, it increases your immune system, I am going to pray in the spirit a little bit more. How many people can stand to be a little bit more healthier? Amen. Amen. And so now I want to talk to you about keys of receiving the, the gift uh, and, underline, and, and focus on the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the number one key is we must receive salvation first before we get uh, the, the gift of salvation first before we can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So you can't bypass receiving Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, and so, you know, there's more than one gift that God gives us. The first gift is the gift of salvation. The second gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of people think, well, don't I get the gift of the Holy Spirit when I get saved? Well, you do and you don't. And I will explain that you. When you get saved, you do have the Holy Spirit. But, but Jesus talks about the gift of the Holy Spirit coming on you, where, you're, where, where it gives you a spiritual gift of speaking in other tongues. Amen. Amen. So, so it says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, uh, Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, glory to God. Are you guys going to your Bibles? Amen. You're just trusting the pastor that I'm giving you all the right words. Amen. Man, you guys trust me, don't you? And it says in Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And not of yourselves is a gift of God. Not of works. Lest anyone should boast. So this is a famous. Uh, I've preached on this a lot, a lot. and uh, so so we are saved and and uh, by 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 grace through faith. That's how you receive the gift. And so, notice it says this in Ephesians two eight and nine. It is a gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. Amen. And so. And so in John 3.16, this is the golden text of the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So what do we have to do to receive Christ? We have to believe in him. We have to believe he is the Son of God. We have to believe that he was raised from the dead. We have to believe that he took the penalty of our sin upon his body on the cross. Amen. John 1, 12 says, For as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believed in his name. So as many as received, what do you have to do? You have to receive Christ and you get a right. What's your right? To become a child of the most high God. Because there's two kingdoms in this world. The kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And you're either in one or the other. Amen. And by believing and receiving Christ, you are tra- well, you're translated. By default, you're in the kingdom of darkness. By default. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, you, 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 as a baby, you're, of course, you're pure as a baby. But when you get to a, a place of accountability, I mean, if you're a baby and you die, you go straight to heaven. Amen. Amen. And uh, but uh, if uh, I don't have time to explain all this, but you do. Amen. You you you're, you don't have any knowledge of sin. But once you come to a knowledge of sin, it wakens up sinfulness. And then once we have that knowledge, then uh, we're not born again. We have to make a choice for Christ. Amen. And once it, so we're unsaved. But once we make that choice for Christ, we're saved. So by default, we're in. You know, if we don't receive Christ, we're in the kingdom of darkness. Amen. If you don't make a decision for Christ, then, then your decision is already made and your future is already made. Amen. Amen. Some people say, well, I'll get saved when God saves me. Oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> he already saved you 2,000 years ago. You're going to have to step up and receive Amen, if I had this gift, right, a nice shiny box with a real nice gift that had a Rolex watch in it. You probably don't even know what a Rolex, some of you probably do, expensive watch. Um, Maybe a presidential, and that's an 18-karat gold watch worth about $20,000, maybe with a diamond bezel on it. Amen, and I said, I got this gift, amen, who would like to have it? You guys should be tearing up here to get it, amen? And it wasn't a knockoff from Taiwan. You know what I'm talking about? You guys would be, you guys, come on, you got to receive the gift. You can say, oh, I believe Jesus went to the cross. I believe he died. Yeah, but have you received him as your Savior? So it's more than just believing, it's receiving. Amen? Well, how do you receive the gift of salvation? I'm glad you ask. In Romans 10, 9 through 13, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So he says you have to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. For with a heart one believes unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says whoever believes in him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek and the same Lord is over all, rich to all, rich to all. To all. That means that God's not a respecter of persons. And to call upon him for whoever. Somebody say whoever. whoever. Somebody say I'm a whoever. I'm a whoever. Calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So that kind of, that's the warts, that, that idea that God just predestines some people to be saved and some people to go to hell. No, he predestines everybody to be saved. Amen. But we have to receive. In other, for God so loved the whole world whole world amen and so the gift of tongues is a is a gift that god desires for you to receive and it's available for all who believe amen, amen. and so uh so let, let's just go uh over at, uh, acts 1 13 and 15 this is jesus and and um and jesus well this actually acts one and in acts one It talks about Jesus talking about, uh, let me see if I got it here. I got my scriptures a little mixed up. Bear with me. In Acts 1, 4 and 5, it says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptizes with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from there. Now, We already know that Jesus was talking to people that had the gift of salvation. They were already saved. Okay? But there was another gift that he was talking about. It's a promise. It's the second gift you receive after you get saved. Amen. Amen. Some people don't have this gift, but you need to have it. Amen? In Acts 1.8 it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, this is Jesus speaking, and Judea and Samaria and Virginia Beach, Norfolk and Chesapeake, I'm adding that in there, to the ends of the earth. So God wants us to be a witness. He wants us to have power. So in Acts 2, 1 through 4, and I'm going to read this because some of you may not have been in my my services, but this is in the Bible. Amen. We endeavor at Life Church to preach the whole truth, Nothing but the truth, Amen. so help me God, Amen. Amen. So we don't want to we don't want to just kind of gloss over. A lot. Some preachers they go with, you know, they don't they don't preach this uh, because they are more you know they're more in tune with their denomination than the Word of God, Amen. and some denominations don't like this. But we're not a denomination, thank God. Amen. We're a church that believes that God's Word is true. So, Acts two one four says, When a day of Pentecost is fully come, they were all with one accord and one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as fire, as one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled somebody say, filled, filled. with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with tongues. Uh, they begin uh, to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So we see here, this is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And this is where the church got filled, amen? They needed the power of God. <coughs> because before then, they were hiding in, in an upper room. <laughs> they were hiding from people. You're going you're to probably continue to hide from people unless you're filled with the Spirit of God. And God wants you talking about... The, the kingdom of God to other people. Amen. Peter says it this way. And this is after pre- Peter was filled with the spirit of God. And these people thought that they were, they were drinking you know, wine. They thought they were drunk. And this is what happens when you're filled with the spirit of God. You, you, you resemble a drunk person. Because you don't have any inhibitions. Amen. You're not worried about what people think about you. Amen. And glory to God. And so, here, Peter said to them, because they were worshiping, praising God. I mean, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you praise God in the middle of a parking lot of people. Amen. Amen. Thank you for some amens in here. The rest of you, I'm going to pray for you. Amen. (laughs) Then Peter said to them, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive. This is Acts two thirty-eight and thirty-nine. You shall receive the gift. Quotes, um, gift in quotations, of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and your children, and to all who are far off, many as the Lord our God will call. So this is the second gift. Is this helping anybody today? Amen? So it's the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at this and dissect Acts 2, 38 and 39. When when Peter said to them, repent, repent doesn't mean that you're sorry for your sins. It means that you're turning to God. That's what repent means. Oh, I'm sorry. Judas was sorry. He ended up in hell. Amen? No, true repentance is turning to God. It's turning away from the world, from your own sinful life, and turning to God. That's repentant. That's saying, I want God in my life. Yeah. It's not just being sorry because you have some sin in your life. No, it's, it's, it's turning to God. So when, when uh, and the word repent means to change your mind. And so it says repent means to turn to God and receive Jesus your Savior. So here when he said repent, every one of you, and then he said be baptized in the name of, Of Jesus Christ for remission of sins. Well, that's an outward expression of what you have dedicated yourself to. Jesus. So what you're saying is you're proclaiming Jesus as being your Lord when you get water baptized. You're making a public confession. Jesus said, if you don't confess me before uh, men, I won't confess you before the Father and the angels in heaven. So this is you confessing Jesus as your Lord. Boy, oh, I thank you for those amens, man. I'm excited this morning. Praise God. Amen. And so we are confessing. And then and then as we see that, so so he said, be baptized. Then he says, You will receive the gift. Amen. And what is that gift? Being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Amen. Boy, it's pretty simple, isn't it? And then the and the power, the uh the power and the importance of the gift of the Holy Spirit, amen? Uh, this is what I want to talk to you about. In Acts 8, I went over this before, but it's worth going over again because some of us sleep in service. In Acts, Philip, and I just may just paraphrase this. In Acts 8, 5 through 8, Philip uh, was sent down to Samaria and he was preaching uh, to the Samarians. And, uh, and what happened was he was a Holy Ghost man and while he was preaching, people got saved, and he was doing miracles, and, and devils were being cast out, and people were being healed, and he was he was turning the town upside down. Amen. He was a Holy Ghost man. He was filled with the power of God. Amen. And so, and then, and then, what happened is news came back to the apostles, and uh, came back to the apostles, and they heard about what happened in Samaria, what was going on. And it says in Acts eight fourteen through 17, Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they got saved and water baptized. Then they sent Peter and John to them, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Well, why would they need to go down, apostles, go down? Because they already had the gift of salvation. They needed the gift of the Holy Spirit. And somebody said, well, why didn't Philip give it to them? Well, I don't know. I can't answer that one for you. Amen? Philip had to get them right, right? Get get them saved first. Amen? Preach the gospel. But they came down and said, there's another part of this salvation called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And you need it. They despair. That's important. They say it's important. It's important. Amen. I'm trying to drill it in some of you guys. Some of you guys, I don't know. ah. Okay, it's important. <laughs> so if the first key, <laughs> amen. Second key, the second key I'm talking about is the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a gift. We don't earn gifts from God but by our good works. We receive by our faith. So this is, so, so some of us believe, and sometimes the enemy will try to make us think, well, I got to be a better Christian Before I get this gift, I got to make sure that I, uh, you know, I I put down the the cigarettes and I put down this and I put down that because I'm still bound with some things. And until I get my life really, really perfected, then I'm ready to receive. Ah. You need the Holy Spirit to get your life perfected. You'll never get perspective, perspective, perfected. If you only have the if you don't have the water of the Holy Spirit flowing out of you, is this helping anybody today? Joyce Meyer used to smoke. She would, and she had the gift of teaching, and she received the she has the baptism of the Holy Spirit. She speaks in tongues, and she would smoke while she was preaching, and um, and she would wear short shorts, and all these she wouldn't be you know wearing what she. Uh, I thank God I wasn't in those meetings, but. But as she started worshiping the Lord and she got baptized in the Holy Spirit, guess what? She started changing. And some of us want to change before we get together. No, no, you've got to have the Holy Spirit to change you. You're already changed because you're a new creation in Christ, but the Holy Spirit will help you move into the deeper things of God. Is this helping somebody? Amen. Amen. So, let me just re- let me say it this way. We don't have to have perfect performance or no vices before we can receive the gift. This is a fallacy. Okay? First, uh, first, of, uh, first of all, none of us are perfect. Amen. And as Christians, we do miss the mark or we do sin. Yes. That's the reason why we have John 1 first, first John 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from some unrighteousness. Yes, all unrighteousness. Thank you very much. To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So listen, Jesus, it's the word of God that cleanses us. You're being cleansed today by the word of God. Amen. And see, listen, when you get saved, I I, want to hit on this. You get the gift of righteousness. Yes, amen. You become right with God so you don't work for your righteousness. You're already right with God. So that, you know, get, qualifies you to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is this helping people today? Yes. Amen. So you can receive the gift. You don't have to be perfect. Amen. You don't have to wait. It's, it, you know, it's, it's not just for, you know, the apostles. It's not just for the preachers and the five-fold ministry. Amen. It's for whosoever. Amen. Uh, uh, it says here, the third key, we must uh, have a strong desire to receive the gift. Amen. Well, if God wants to put it on me, I'll, I'll take it. But if he doesn't, I'm doing all right. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that, Yes, at times God will, the, the, by his sovereign will, can drop the Holy Spirit on any one of us. He can do that. And he has done that. if we see that in the book of Acts. We see that in, in other people's lives. But th- there are times where we're going to have to have a desire. We're going to have to have a strong desire for the gift. Amen. Amen. Some of you ladies, you'd probably never get any clothes from the... From the store unless you got a strong desire to, and, 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 and got on your husband and said, well, I need some new clothes. Or you'd be, just and, and I know your husband is, is spiritual and he says, well, just believe God that your old clothes won't wear out like they did in the Old Testament. <laughs> just believe God, woman. No, no, you know, you know, you know ladies, if you want something, you got to speak up. If you really want something, you say, well, I'm going to take the purse and I'm going to the mall anyway. I'm going shopping. That's why some of us men need the Holy Spirit to endure shopping with our wives. No, I won't go there. I'm suffering for Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third key, we must have a strong desire. So if you don't have a strong desire... As they say in New York, forget about it. Forget about it. Anytime that I see people receive anything from Jesus in the, in the Gospels, they were at it, man. Uh, one of them it was Blind Bartimaeus. Anybody know about his story? It's in Mark 10, 46 and 52. I don't have time to read it. I can read it because I, I know how to read. But uh, let me just give you the, the high points Blind Barmaeus is a blind beggar. And he heard about Jesus. And he must have heard that Jesus was doing miracles and setting people free. And he started, and he heard, and Jesus was coming down the road. And he started crying out, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Yes. Yes. And what, was, what happened was some people that were around him said, shut up, man. Jesus want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm just putting it in modern day vernacular, all right? They said, be quiet. They told him to shut down, pipe down. And you know what he did? He said, well, it must not have been my day to receive my miracle. I'm going to go back in my little hole. You know? No, he said, Jesus! Some of us aren't yelling enough. Well, if God wants me to have it, just lay it on me, Lord. Lay it on me. You've got to want it. Amen? And so he, he pressed through the obstacle. Damn. And finally, Jesus heard him. Heard uh, Blind Bartimaeus say, Jesus, Jesus stopped in his tracks. And Jesus said, bring him over here. And then all the people who were telling him to shut up and said, the master wants to talk to you. <laughs> you must have the grace. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Anybody ever heard that before? Yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. Okay. If you get loud enough, you'll get what you want. Amen. You may get thrown in jail too, but. <laughs> Amen. And so what happened? Then he came up to. And what he did was he dropped that beggar's coat. And that was signify, I'm going to get what I'm coming up for. And he came up. And Jesus said, What do you want? He said, I don't want to see. Jesus said, Be it unto your faith, Oh, so be it unto you, according to your faith, it shall be done. And he saw. So he came up fully expecting yes, to receive. And that's the way we need to be when we come up. Amen. Yes. We need to be fully expected. We need to come up like a child. And then the next key is we 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 must have a desire. The next key is we must ask for it. Yes, yes. Again, God can move sovereignly. He can drop it on you. But we sh- we must ask. If we're not if we don't have this gift, we must ask, you mean I have to ask you, pastor, to pray for me? Yeah. God. You mean I have to come up here in front of all these people? What if I don't get it? What if I look foolish? Blind Barmanus was willing to look foolish. Amen. The Lord. Hallelujah. And he got his eyesight. Sometimes you got to put down your pride. Amen. I don't want my pride to be your ego. You know what that means? Edging God out. Your ego's too big. No, you need God. Amen. We need to humble ourselves. Thank you very much. Get some of you preaching. <laughs> so we must ask for it. Listen to this. In Luke 11. Man, it's already 11 o'clock. Man, are you guys a little beat up yet? Okay. Luke 11, 9 through 13 says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Oh my gosh, that's my time is out. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. So he's saying, you ask, you're going to get it. And this is here. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? He's saying that. And then he says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how... How much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Get this scripture down, Luke eleven nine 9 through 13. So listen, if we ask for God, for the Holy Spirit, you're not going to get a devil. Amen. You're going to get the Holy Spirit. Amen? Yes. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. And the fifth key. Uh, so, so we have to ask. The fifth key, and ask in faith. The fifth key is to get in agreement with someone who has the gift of the Holy Spirit operating in their lives and ask them to pray with you to receive. Amen. Let me say, the fifth key is, is to get in agreement with someone who has the gift of the Holy Spirit operating in their lives and ask them to pray with you to help you receive. Amen. The Lord. Amen. This is how I received. Uh, I, was, I was praying. I was in the prayer room. At the church that I was attending at that time, they had a prayer room. And I was praying, and my brother was in the prayer room. You've you've heard this before, but it's it's worth repeating. And he saw me praying, saw me crying out, God, I want this gift. You know, I wasn't like that, but I I was desperate for the gift because my brother had it. I said, and and he said, and then he started, he said, well, let me pray for you. He prayed for me. He laid hands on me. He started praying in that unknown language. And guess what? I received, and it was like a river of water springing up to everlasting life. Amen. And I received, and it was like wonderful, and I got the gift. I still, I still need it. You know, once you get the gift, you still got to go to church. You still got to read your Bible. You still got to walk in love. It's not the all. Amen. It's not, okay, I'm done. I don't have to do anything else. Amen. And so we get in agreement. Uh, this is interesting. I was talking to my brother, John, and um, and children can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And my and uh, Lexus is his daughter. And I think and she's seven right now. I believe she's seven. But it was either she was five or six. She heard about the Holy Spirit, maybe in her class. And she said to uh, my brother, which is her dad, said, Dad, I, I, I want this gift. And, and, and John said, you want this gift? She said, I really want it. I want to have this gift. God. And my brother John said, okay, we'll pray for you to get it. You, and, we pray, and he prayed, laid hands on her. Guess what? She received. Amen. Amen. She got the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All you need is childlike faith. Yes. Amen. She got the gift. Amen. Like at six years old, five or six. Thank you, Jesus. Can kids? Yes, kids can receive. Yes, can. Why? Because kids, they believe real easy. Amen. We're we're so corrupted with the world and with the systems of the world, it's hard for us to believe. You know that? we got to keep reading and studying the Word just to believe. Amen. We're in a corrupt world system. Amen. And we need to get the the Word of God to to help us. Amen. Amen. In Hebrews 6, it talks about... The three baptisms I talked to you about before, but it says laying of hands. Laying of hands is a scriptural way to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Paul in chapter 19 laid hands on some people and they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then the sixth key is that you have to believe. We have to believe that when we ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that God's going to give it to us. And we have to believe and receive. And this is the last point I want to make. What if you, you have asked and you haven't received and you're very earnest and you ask and you haven't received? Well, the next level is to get somebody to pray with you and, you, and say you have done that, and, that and, and you haven't received that then. What if you're in that boat? Well, you've got to keep the switch of faith turned on. You've got to keep thanking the Lord and praising God. Can I give you another example real quick before I close down? My wife, Yen, was prayed for on a Sunday to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so I, I, she wanted to receive, and we had some of the ladies gather around her and pray with her. And guess what? She didn't receive the, 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 the gift of tongues that day. But she was in service on that following Wednesday, and she was in the worship service, and she was worshiping the Lord. And as she was worshiping the Lord, all of a sudden, these, these words, these unknown words started bubbling out of her mouth. And, and all of a sudden, she was worshiping. Lord, I love you. You are so. good. What was that? Amen. I mean, you, you can't get a bad gift worshiping the Lord. You're so good, Lord. And you know, and so and so these work. And it was that easy. That's why you don't want to miss worship, because God may want to give you a gift. Why are you worshiping the Lord? Amen? And so worship, is, and, the, and the last key is that if you are dealing with, you know, because sometimes our head gets in a way of receiving, that our last key is maybe we might need a fast and pray. And fasting is, I'm not saying do a work to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but you may need a disconnect from the world and connect. When you fast, you disconnect from, uh, from the world and you're connecting with God. Amen. So you, you, you it, 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 when you're fasting, you have to release the world influences and get close to God. And sometimes, so I, I want to encourage you. If you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, we we're, even tonight, we're going to have a prayer service. You can do it today. You can come on down. But if you want to come out tonight, I will pray for those people. And it's normally a much smaller crowd on Sunday nights. Come on out. Maybe fast your evening meal. Come on out. And I believe that God will baptize you tonight in the Holy Spirit. Amen? Yes, and, all, and, y'all, and, and it's a smaller crowd. You're not in front of everybody. Amen? And I believe that you will receive. Amen? And we also will open it up today. If you want to come down and receive, you can do that today too. Amen. And I believe that God will give you this gift. Yes. Yes. And it will revolutionize your life. Do you believe that today? Yes. Amen. Did you receive something today? Yes. Glory to God. God is so awesome. Well, let's bow our heads in prayer. Father... We honor you today and we thank you that you're so good. And Father, that you desire not, not only to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit, but you desire to give us the gift of life, eternal life, which is believing on your son Jesus. And there may be some here that's listening, maybe some watching by TV or Internet, and you have not made a proclamation of your faith. You haven't confessed Jesus as Lord. So if you, you need to receive the gift of life before you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you to do that right now, because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. You may not have another chance. And if the Holy Spirit's moving on your heart to receive the gift of life, salvation, then just say this after me and mean it in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe. You are raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.